everybody, this is So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. Welcome to the show. Woo! We're doing the James Bond series, though not the whole series, I- I'll say. Just the uh, just the Daniel Craig versions. Because We're not going to do all 30-ish movies? Yeah, you got like a whole half year out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many, what the final number is, but there's a lot of movies. But we're just talking about Daniel Craig because he is... The current James Bond, he has a movie coming out soon, and it is his final James Bond movie before uh, who knows whatever happens next. So uh, last week on the show, we talked about um, Casino Royale. Very fun. Uh, well, David and I talked about it. Uh, the, uh, the rest of the cast was not able to join that week, but David and I talked about it. If you missed that, go check it out um, on our YouTube channel or wherever uh you get your podcast from but today we're going to talk about the second movie which is quantum of solace and i got my i'm gonna do oh, a little bit but i don't want to mirror it Ooh. look at me look yeah at you me. cut off daniel craig's head though that's okay i got the the title that's true yeah. um, anyway. the double o's in there the double o's they snuck those in there yeah that's pretty fun <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk about quantum of solace today uh, this movie came out in 2008. It was directed by Mark Forster, who... What month did it come out, out of my own curiosity? November. Uh, was it November? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Why? Was it November 7th? They just missed an opportunity to release it in July, and then that poster could have had 007, and then the 7 be the month of the release date. But, you know, whatever. Missed, missed opportunities. I see. I I'm see. just looking at the poster, the, the way they have it, because it's very nice that you can see it. It's the, it is like an angled thing. They could have had Quantum of Solace, and then the release date is 7-something 2008, and they didn't, but whatever. <laughs> whatever, indeed. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> this movie picks up pretty much where uh, Casino Royale left off Um they're trying, uh, James Bond's trying to get to the bottom of, of Vesper's betrayal, um, and it leads him down a uh, rabbit hole of tracking down, you know, Mr. White, which he had grabbed at the end of Casino Royale, and it uncovers this whole other big operation, as is um, usual for James Bond. So, I think it is. this was both of your guys' first time to watch this movie. Yeah. I hadn't watched it in a long time myself. I will say that uh, Andrew, who is not with us today, uh, made it very clear to us several times that he thought this movie was not that great. Was not that great. Was not that great. I didn't really like it. Um, so what did uh, what did you all think? Oh, wow. Well, heavy uh, you know, I think I'm most interested in what Garrett thought because Garrett. Uh, <laughs> you know, he does have the most interesting like- background here. Did not like Casino Royale much. Well, so I'll, I'll touch on that because I didn't like Casino Royale the first time I watched it. But upon the rewatch, which is why I wasn't on the show last week, um, is because I genuinely, based on the conversations that Josh and Andrew and I had, I felt like I genuinely didn't see the movie that existed. And so upon my rewatch, there were a lot of things that I ended up missing that filled in a lot of holes that I was missing at the end of the movie. So upon the rewatch, I did enjoy Casino Royale. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought it was a lot more fun than my initial watching led me to believe. Um, but much like you, David, this is my first like real experience with James Bond. 
um, doing these movies because I think the only one that I've seen prior to this uh, was like a marathon on the then Spike TV. And it was the Sean Connery. Yeah, it was a Chicago. It was the Sean Connery ones. It was edited. And I was absolutely just bored to tears. And I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. Uh, so that is it never set me up in a good way. And so um, I didn't really have anything to base it off of other than that. But I enjoyed Casino Royale. I, I think this one was fine. Uh, I don't really... I was kind of thinking about it today and I had to go back through the Wikipedia page because I don't really remember anything. Um, I thought it, I thought it was kind of forgettable overall. Uh, I think that they had again, good action scenes, very similar to the first one. Um, like they, they, they like to start those action scenes with somebody climbing to like you're in a chase and then they just start climbing. Right. They did that in the first one. They did that in this one. Um, I did really like the opening car chase because it hit on my claustrophobia a lot. Um, they're weaving in and out of this mountain, which is already stressful for me driving on a mountainous road. Um, but they're going fast. There's two lanes, there's tunnels, and I'm like cramped in my seat. Um, but outside of that, I don't think anything stands out uh, other than M's got to trust this dude at some point in time. Right. I mean, like, if you don't trust him after that, you got to trust him now. Um, so hopefully that isn't a continuing theme because I'm tired of it already. Of I can't trust you, Bond, even though you can. You absolutely can. Well, he's got to stop killing these guys. You know, you know what? It's uh, what do you expect? You know, he's like, he's like, I do it to myself because I can't stop killing these people. He does keep he does be killing people. But like, what are you going to do? He's a secret agent. Yeah. You know, we see that growth by the end of the movie, though. So that's that's yeah. part of the that's part of the journey is uh, for Bond to stop killing these people that have info. Yeah. But that's I mean, that's really my take is honestly, I just I don't remember enough because it didn't really it didn't really stick. I mean, I thought it was entertaining in the moment after the fact. So for me, this movie was uh, difficult, I would say, to get through. It was it was uh, so much. uh so many just like like again you remember my complaints josh last week was casino royale where it was just like action thing into action thing and action thing and it just didn't feel like there was any breath like real breath to tell you hey here's what we're doing and here's what's going on and here's why you're doing this like i didn't mind the beginning with the car chase and they get him there and it's like okay this and he spouts off some sort of like uh mum you know some 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 cryptic stuff about how we have people everywhere and then we're off into another chase but you know he, you know he's he's in Italy, then he's in Haiti, then he's in, uh, you know, like he's in Bolivia, and it's just like so fast. And I'm like, I have no idea what we're actually trying to do at this point anymore. Like, what is the what is the goal? Uh, and there was a, a lack of I don't need handholding, but like there was like a lack of like just just it, it, lifeless, like it was lifeless. Like it, like it was, it was just so frenetic that I, I don't feel like I could really enjoy any of the character moments that were happening, um, because they were few and far between. Um, <laughs> I had joked at one point because it, it took. I felt like the first hour just took forever. I, I thought to myself, man, this is like almost malicious how me how how little they're giving me to 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 understand because. 
I was like, I'm gonna have to watch this again. And not in a way of like, I watch this again like I watch like a Christopher Nolan movie again, where it's like, oh, details that were there, I didn't see the first time. It's like, I'm just gonna have to watch it again because like, I don't know. Like, it's not giving me anything. Uh, that said, I, I thought that the, the last the last 30 minutes was pretty good. Uh, it had some weird stuff going on. I'll tell you this, though. I was very much not surprised to find out that this was a writer strike movie. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why that, that might be why that there's some scenes where not a lot really gets said or accomplished uh, because they were just trying to figure it out. How, what can they shoot without a writer that they have to pay? Yeah, part, parts of the script were written by Mark Forster and Daniel Craig during the writer's strike because they were not uh, picketing writers. So they are uncredited screenwriters on the film because of that. Interesting. And so that might be a bit of it. I, I, I think, yeah, probably so. Um, yeah, I, I think that this one... Like it, it misses the mark of Casino Royale in pretty much every category. It, it, I don't, I didn't like dislike it. I don't think it's a bad movie, but it's about as formulaic as it's like a bad, it's like the bad end of a formulaic movie. Like you could have a formula, you can follow a formula and be really good, or it can just be kind of weak. And I think it did that. It like hit all the hallmarks of what it needed to. But that doesn't mean it was like entirely done well. Um, you know, there is great action. I don't know if it lives up to some of the action in Casino Royale, but it's good. Um, you got James Bond being, um, you know, suavishly witty every now and then. You you, you enjoy that. But otherwise, it just kind of kind of misses. It, it comes right under the radar of of hitting. And I think, yeah, probably that writer strike has something to do with it. Um, it might be that that the director, Mark Forster, is not really was not really known for these type of movies at the time. I don't know, um, you know, if he was exactly the right choice to direct this. Um, there, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot that I think just went just enough wrong to to make it just an OK movie. It's like it's just fine. It doesn't hold up in the sense of like rewatches. You know, I don't think people would really want to watch this one again over and over. It just kind of exists. It came out, it made its money, and then it it just went away as it needed to. It has fun uh, yeah, ideas and fun moments. Yeah, for sure. I don't feel sure. like I don't feel like I left and went like, oh wow, that was great. You know? No, I feel about this. Uh, how I felt about after my first watching of Casino Royale, where had this been the first one in the series, I think I would have been really, really upset. Um, it was just, yeah. But but I to talk about the link real quick, David, I feel that because I remember at some point I had been watching it for what felt like most of the day. Um, and then somebody mentioned that it was a lot shorter, but it feels the same length as Casino Royale, even though it's like, what, 45 minutes shorter? Yeah. It, it certainly feels the same length. Because um, I, I felt like Casino Royale was long. Um, and this one felt the same, which is upsetting. Um, but I, I, I look at it and, and not knowing anything about what's coming forward, and this is a discussion that we can have later, but I wonder if we'll look at this one and maybe Josh, you can talk on it a little bit since you've seen most of these. You think this might have the Age of Ultron effect after the next one comes out? 
where Age of Ultron necessarily isn't great, but it does set up a lot of stuff that we didn't necessarily know what we were getting into. Um, and so we look back on that one, at least I do, and see, okay, I see what they were doing. They were planting a lot of seeds. It's not necessarily one of the stronger movies, but it does set up very well for what's coming. I don't know. I don't feel like it based on this movie and how it kind of just had a lot of loose ends, but maybe they're going to work on that. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that, Josh? No, that is okay. Okay. I mean, I do know, I do have an idea that, you know, they established this group quantum in the movie and that's going to uh, evolve into uh, another group, which I won't spoil if, if Garrett hasn't figured out yet, but another. No, it's fine. I got it. (laughs) And um, so that's, that's, that's a, a, a nugget that they put in there. Um, but man, you know, I feel like the movie's really repetitive and uh, I like some of the ideas. You know, the director, he talks about, there's a scene which basically is very referential of Goldfinger where uh, the girl Bond's with is covered completely in oil, um, which is reference to the girl being covered completely in, in gold. And uh, he said it was kind of signify or kind of allude to the fact that like oil is the new main product today and like it's kind of replaced gold as the most desirable thing um you know i appreciate that it's kind of got a political element to it like it's not like left or right but it's very much about you know corporate environmentalism and uh, finding ways to uh manipulate the system for the, the the wealthiest among us to continue to be wealthy you know i i, I appreciate that but also it's just took that 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 those some of those revelation uh, revelations don't really come up until like hour and twenty five minutes in the movie, and I was just like I was just beaten after like eighty different chase sequences. So, well, and I didn't care for the villain. Um, I didn't find Dominic Green very interesting in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that had they set up the the deal that he was working with the president a little more and, and better established the connection that um, the president had with um, the female agent. I don't remember anybody's names. Um, Yeah. That I think could have been an an interesting story, but they just kind of put it there and I don't feel like they built it. And again, writer strike probably had a lot to do with building some backstory. I just don't really felt like they gave me, much of anything to be concerned about uh, for a really long time. Again, for me, it was just looking like Bond was out to get to, to get revenge. He was still trying to bring out the terrorist group. Um, but like, I just don't feel like green. This message was good enough. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and he doesn't, he, as a character, he doesn't really have anything that makes him like really stand out. And I guess that's, part of the realism they were going for with this reboot, but it just, nothing stands out about the guy. And in fact, I kept thinking another villain was going to show up. Yeah. Going to be in charge of him. Um, that, that didn't happen. And that's why I wonder if it's going to be like a middleman thing where, uh, again, I don't know exactly what is coming or who's coming back or how Spectre works in or, or Skyfall or anything like that. But um, if green is just a stepping stone to something bigger, I can see how this would be a building block. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I, you know, I don't know. Is so 
I kind of want to get into like some 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 humor now, some some uh, uh, stuff that I found to be kind of ridiculous. Please do. Uh, first off, I like that there's two future uh, cast members of Black Widow in this movie. Um, we had David Harbaugh, and we had uh, 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 Olga. I think what is it is it Olga, Olga Karolinko, who uh, who was the ta- she was the woman under the Taskmaster helmet. Mm-hmm. So both of them uh, managed to sneak their way in this movie. But uh, I, I want to talk about the big climax. I want to skip to the climax. So what is the appeal? of this hotel in the middle of the Bolivian desert. You know what I mean? It's just there with nothing. Nothing. For miles they talk about, he goes, about 20 miles from the nearest settlement. Ugh. And they're like, it's a, it's, it, this is a hotel? And I'm like looking at it and it's just empty wasteland they're looking at. And it's like, why is this hotel here? Who is it appealed to? It looks nice. And A, and B, why is it set up with some sort of system where if you blow up one fuel tank, every part of the building slowly explodes along the way? It was just kind of so... It was such an old-fashioned type of James Bond thing of like, oh, he blew up this part of the building and then slowly the fire spreads and boom, this part blows up, boom, this part blows up. I don't know. What uh, What do you guys think? Would you go to this hotel? No. 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 <laughs> Well, you guys couldn't afford it anyway. I'm like, could not afford it. No, it looks very luxurious and expensive, and uh, those are two things that do not describe my abilities. But still, you're right. What's the what's the appeal of it? I mean, you could see it yeah. in the background there of your of your of your poster. Right. You see it burning there. Look at around it. There's no nothing anywhere. No, it's just uh, desert basically. Mm-hmm. So what? Idea. Why? Why do that? Idea. It's exclusively for these kind of shady crime deals. But I love the idea of like there's some rich wife that goes, oh honey, let's go to uh, d- 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 uh it's in the, it's in this Wikipedia page somewhere, let's go to you know Dinero Lagara and just uh, look at the desert for hours, okay. La perla, no. la, the perla de la dunas, uh, the pearl of the desert. It has to be what that is. The pearl sure. Of the desert. I believe anyway, that. Anyway, rich people got too much money if they're they do these types of places. Well, they got rich people problems. I mean, I wonder if this desert, if this hotel is inspired by a real desert. The whole like crux of of Dominic Green's, you know, villainous plan is to like take control of the water. Yeah, that's about as rich people boring. I've run out of ideas to be evil. You could think of like, I'll 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 really get them by taking the water supply of Bolivia. <laughs> That is also a very similar plot structure to the tuxedo starring Jackie Chan and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Can't relate to it. You cannot resist working in a tuxedo reference. I love the tuxedo. It's a bad, good movie. Oh, my God. Oh, gee. I'm trying to see if this is inspired by a real hotel. I doubt it. I mean, I don't know if this is... I don't think this one is is inspired by any of the books. I think it takes the title from a book, but not any of the plot material. So who knows? So here's an interesting question. I, I know that you guys have told me in the past that this bond is the only one that connects. So, Josh, do you remember going into this thinking it was going to be something different and then seeing that it was connected and being intrigued, being like, oh, this ties in. They don't normally do that. What are they doing? Is this something different? Did you care? I don't think I thought that much about it. It's just like an interesting thing. It's not like a, it doesn't like change anything. 
I go, it's nice that they connect, but you know, it doesn't, it didn't make me watch it any more than I would have if they weren't. Cause I'm I would like to go back and watch the old ones just to see. Cause I, I based on again, very early in my bond experience, I almost kind of wish then this would have just been a one-off one. Um, I mean, I really don't, I don't know. I know that, pe that everybody says the other ones are really good uh, for the most part. So I'm looking forward to them and hope, hopefully they improve, but this one really kind of sucked the fun out of the first one after I initially thought I wasn't going to have any fun doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I had my issues with the first, with the first one. And I, I, you know, luckily the, it was kind of picked up towards the end, but even that has its repetitive issues, and this this kind of continues it. So I'm really interested to see how things improve after Skyfall, because I know that one I think is the one that's like the most of this Daniel Craig, of the Daniel Craig series. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe Casino Royale is I don't know. No, it is Skyfall. Skyfall was a uh, 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 five-time Academy Award nominee. First time a Bond movie was nominated since 1980 something. Mm -hmm. So it, it is. If, if you two don't like Skyfall, I just simply will not like you anymore. <laughs> I think it's valid. I think it's valid. And I, and, I and I will speak for Andrew that he agrees. Yeah, I know Andrew likes Skyfall. The two of us yeah. will just not associate well, with you anymore. Let's talk about that a little, Garrett. What would we need to like it? And I would think, give me more actual character time. That's what I would like. Is yeah, and I think I've talked about that. Real character time. I think I've talked about that and I don't feel like I get a lot of character development from Bond. And so a lot of my issues, and at least going back to it, is that James Bond is so built into the culture that everybody has a preconceived notion. So even if you've never seen a Bond movie, I have a preconceived notion of what I'm going to get. Um, and so every time that there's a new Bond, if it's not supposed to be like the same person over a span of time, then I think that, and that's what I think a lot of people think when they haven't seen any bonds is that they just assume it's the same. It's the same per it's meant to be the same person over a course of time. It's just stand standalone missions. I don't think I ever knew that it was supposed to be a different person each time. I thought it was just the same character. And so I think that if it's supposed to be an established new character, you have to give me something that, that sets me up for that in a way that makes me care about them. I still don't really care about James Bond. I like him, but I don't care about James Bond. I don't care about James Bond. I really don't. And so I think some kind of connection would be nice. Hmm. Well, then you would really have not liked the standalone idea because you will get no character development from those. But that's okay because it's a standalone. And so then at that point in time, I just care about the mission and how they get it done. And that's, that's my interesting thing. But if these connect over a span of time, then I want to care about the characters and their backstory. And so far, I don't. I think we see it a little bit here. You know, this movie starts off with, I mean, but, but what I'm talking about is more time between major things like you know there's so much action going on that there's very little moments for bond to just be bond and when you do get those moments it's like you're so i think personally me i'm so exhausted by the time i get through most of those fights that when he goes and he gets mattis back from casino royale and they go on a plane together and they're drinking and they're having like a nice moment they don't say anything of real interesting value so it's like if you're gonna give me moments have the characters say something that actually uh works you know beginning of this movie bond is angry he's upset he's in a rage 
and he's killing basically everybody. He shoots first, asks questions later, right? Uh, that's going to be a problem because there's somebody who is, you know, outside of their, their, their purview that is taking over. And so by the end of the movie, we get those points. He doesn't, I mean, he, le- he leaves Dominic Green to die, but he doesn't kill the guy who uh, betrayed him and Vesper. Leaves him alive for him to be taken into prison. So we see development, but we just don't get to see. And I don't feel like I need. I, I what I want in Skyfall is to see a little bit more of the beats in between the moments where he's you know he's actually showing off what you know some of those character moments. As uh, as great as the action is, there's a lot of it that feels so much like the Bourne identity, where it's just it's just frenetic and chaotic for the sake of it. Uh, anyway, right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. You might just not like the character then. Because <laughs> James Bond is a killing machine. He doesn't have this kind of depth that I think you're looking for. Oh, no. um, the most you get is you you do get the development across these two films in that in this one, he is angry and fueled by revenge based on the events of the first movie. But at the end of the day, he is a machine built to do his mission. And he's not an emotional character. Really, oh, that's a shame. I, 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 you know, I hope that the arc from Skyfall through No Time to Die has something then, um, because you know, I don't know. My my perception was always like hey, he's a cool spy, and that's what's cool about him. But like, you know, there has to be something endearing about the character beyond that. Uh, it's disappointing if that's the, if the case is that he, there's not really anything that endears you to him otherwise, other than him just being suave and cool. Yeah, I don't really know then to answer your question, because, again, I, I compare I, I tend to compare them to um, Mission Impossible movies. Um, and at this point, I lean more towards in being more enjoy or like I have enjoyed my watching of the Mission Impossible movies more than the James Bond movies so far. Um, so I don't exactly know what is missing. There is something missing and I can't really put my finger on what it is. Uh, But so far, even though I did come around to Casino Royale and even though I don't think this one is as bad as I was led to believe, I haven't necessarily walked away going, oh, wow, I'm really looking forward to the next one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do want to bring up, Josh, we talked about last week, the idea of uh, uh, spinoffs or other movies that cross over with uh, James Bond. Uh, and I, I want to kind of retract that a little because I didn't realize that um, Jeffrey Wright, who makes another appearance in this movie uh, as a CIA agent named uh, Felix Slider, that's actually a major recurring character in James Bond movies. Uh, and he's been played by one, two, three, four, five, uh, eight actors total. So uh, uh, that's I think that's actually really cool that, you know, there are, uh, you know, am I expected? I know eventually we're going to get to Q or whatever. You know, we're going to eventually maybe they'll bring in like Money Penny. These names that I've heard a lot of times. I wasn't familiar with the name Felix Leiter, so I think it's very cool that they there are these other characters that are sort of peers of Bond that you uh, you get to see. I think that could really that's kind of the, that's the kind of stuff I, I I think could flesh it out a little bit better. But I think that also for me is because of those names is what creates an issue of me assuming that everybody is the same. Um, like every bond is the same because this version of bond also met this version of this villain. And now this person's meeting this version of this villain. So like they're the same person. They're just telling a different story um, is what I have always thought. And so if one of those older characters shows up, then that would lead me to believe that again, this is, this is the same human being across all spectrums of bond. They're just telling different stories. 
you know, they're just based on different, you know, like they're all based on, or loosely based on books. Quantum of Solace <laughs> isn't, and I don't think Skyfall is either. But, you know, it's just, uh, Casino Royale is one of the few that's actually like a, a real, could qualify as a remake as well as a restart. You know, it's the Bond films are the original reboot of the actors stopped, but we'd want to keep making these Bond movies. So we'll just pick a new book and a new actor and we'll act like none of them. We'll just ignore it. Continuity doesn't necessarily exist. Um, and we'll just move on with it. Um, you know, which is the way to go. <laughs> but I, I still am looking forward to the ones upcoming. Um, I'm just not necessarily excited about them. I'm just, I'm just, I'm waiting for something to drop where I connect with it a little bit more. Um, and I really want it to happen. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping the next one or, or Skyfall do it. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, I, I just don't think you guys are going to be on board anymore. Oh. You, you've, you've kind of lost me because <laughs> if you're still not there, I don't see how it can happen. I don't feel, I, my <laughs> thought is based on what I've, Oh, the outside information I looked up or the other the other takes that I've seen about Quantus Hollis is that Quantus uh -huh. Hollis may not be the best Bond movie by right. a wide margin. Yeah. So maybe this isn't the best example to go in on. I was high after Casino Royale. I'm kind of middled after this, but we'll get into our ratings here in just a second. Yeah. Let's do uh, let's talk about how this how this movie performed then. Oh, it performed pretty daggum well. So opening mm -hmm. November 14th, 2008. Uh, Josh, did you see this in theaters when you saw it? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right. So the movie opened number one its weekend with $67.5 million in the United States, uh, just ahead of the number two film Madagascar Escape to Africa, which uh, brought him in number two. Uh, at number three in its second weekend was Role Models, which brought in 11.1. Uh, at number four, you have a high school musical three senior year in mm. its fourth weekend, a month in. A classic. And and number five, do you guys remember this movie, Changeling, starring Angelina Jolie? I do. You remember that? All right, cool. I do. Uh, one other little detail, I don't really get into this too much anymore, but uh, Quantum of Solace did break the then record for the highest opening weekend in the UK. Uh, it no longer holds that record, but it broke the record uh, previously held by Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It brought in 15.5 million opening weekend, just beating out the 14.9 of the previous record. Uh, if we look at the uh, gross total of the domestic box office for Quantum Solace, for the U.S. the U.S. take, it brought in 168.3 million dollars, which isn't too bad. It would finish number nine on the year, uh, <laughs> even though it beat it out that second weekend. Madagascar two had its uh, had the last laugh, coming in at number eight, <laughs> 180 million. Uh, I often consider uh, 2008 kind of the turning point for the box office in a lot of ways sure. because you had you had mega movies before, but never had the top ten movies been so uh, so popular. And really, even if you go down to even like top fifteen, all of them widely uh, uh, successful. Number one movie of 08 is The Dark Knight. Number two, Iron Man. Number three, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We have reviews for all three of those movies right now. On our uh, on our podcast feed, uh, number four Hancock, and at number five Wally, -E. uh, and I'll just throw in the rest here. Uh, number six Kung Fu Panda, number seven Twilight. So those are the rest of the the top nine. And at number ten, what a year! Know, Horton, Horton here's a who bringing in 154 million dollars. Um, so it was a big year all around. Worldwide is a very similar story. Uh, Quantum of Solace actually finished number seven though worldwide that year uh, with. Five hundred and eighty-nine million. 
uh, worldwide. So a pretty good finish um, for a pretty big year. Cool. Um, who, who is, who is, who, we, we, our letterbox game has been so off the rails the past few episodes. That's true. Who is even, we're just going to have to whack the boards clean, even be doing well, it. Uh, so what, what we'll do is let's all just guess. And I've got the words quantum of solace typed in here and I'll just, okay. I'll just look it up once it, once uh, we all say our net, say our, our, our goals. Okay. So I'm going to guess it's like a 3.2. I'm going to go a little lower with a 2.7. What did you say, David? I said 3.2. 3.2. Uh, mm, I'm going to say, th- say 3.0. Okay. Just even 3.0. Okay. Oh, so I forgot. So the winner is oh my, uh, so uh, the the scores again were three point two, three point oh, and two point seven uh-huh. this week. The winner is the returning Garrett Powders at two point eight on the letterbox score, uh, meaning that I don't know where this stands in the in the in the Bond in the Bond franchise, but uh, good for Garrett. Two point seven is closer to two point eight than three point oh is. So a win for him. I don't have. I can't pass you the letterbox uh, hat or title this week, but Dang. we'll find a way. We'll find cool. a way. Uh, what are our rankings? Uh, it's, th- it's, a, it's a 3.0 for me. Casino Royale, I gave a four. This is a solid point lower. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. That's the best I can give it is a three. Uh, I think that everything is executed fairly well. I read a lot about what the director's goals were. And I think that he accomplished some of them, but it wasn't overall the most engaging movie for me. I think on my newly revamped uh, ranking scale on my letterbox, which I did today, um, it falls to a two stars, which is an okay movie. Um, I think that it was okay. Uh, On a good day, I could easily give it a a two and a half. But I think overall, um, I will handle just a two. But to counteract that, uh, my Casino Royale, like the after the second viewing, was a three and a half. Um, and so again, I, I very much came around to Casino Royale. This is about where I was after my very first viewing of, of that. So this one falls in that category. Mm -hmm. Garrett said that it was okay. Garrett said that it was right. right. Uh, anyway, so that gives us a 2.6 average. Wow. Just, uh, just just under the letterbox then. Just under the letterbox score. So who knows what it would be if Andrew was here. I know. If I thought he'd respond, I'd text him real quick, but he wouldn't. No, at least, no, at least three not, minutes. not in our time frame. He wouldn't. No. He'll, just, he'll just show up at your house tonight. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I am going to ask him, though, just for our own benefit. I'd, lo- I'd like to see. I mean, yeah. who knows? Um, that is uh, uh, Quantum of Solace, though. Um, be sure to check us out online on all uh, your favorite social media apps and wherever you get podcasts, as well as on our YouTube channel. Subscribe in all of those places. We will be back next week with Skyfall um, as we continue on this James Bond series leading up to the much anticipated, uh, much delayed release of No Time to Die. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time.